Oh, Lord. This team here. The best show for Chicago sports. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's good? What is good, Chicago? It is your boy, Path the Designer, back at it again. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. On the docket for today's episode, man, the Chicago Bears meet with Jalen Carter for a second time. And there are three other names on that do- three. You got to make sure you're in the camera. Three other names on that docket <laughs> that the Chicago Bears have met with uh, two times or more, which means the list is narrowing down. Who should the Bears look to take? And then kid brought an interesting question to the fold, man. The Chicago Bulls in need of a little bit of uh, shooting, help. a little bit of big man help. Help me. <laughs> Is there a player that right now handles all of that for the Chicago Bulls that they could go get? All that and more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports. How Chicago talk. So make sure you get in tune with us, man. Let's get to the show. Boys, what's going on? We got to do a proper intro this time because uh, we didn't have 17,000 technical difficulties on this mug. I do need to address one thing. Uh, Ringo, when he got one haircut and the first comment on the video is, oh, my God, Ringo, you so fine. Uh, Ringo, Ringo, uh, was your burner account in action Yo. yesterday? Yo. Was your burner Yo. account Yo. in full effect yesterday, no bro? No burner. No burner. Hey, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know where they're coming from. I'm not, I'm not buying it, bro. You had, we had, we, had Ringo, from, we had Ringo's baby mama in the chat. Right, we Yo. had... Uh, we had uh, Get this under control. <laughs> Change my number. Change <laughs> hey, you clearly did. That's why they come into the street. That's why they come into the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love as always, man. We got another jam-packed show for y'all, man. So we we really do uh, appreciate y'all rocking with us on the daily show as always. Uh, let's get this thing cracking, man. Let's jump straight into it. Bears uh, meet with Jalen Carter for a second time. There's only four prospects that the Bears have met with two times or more. It seems like they're really narrowing in on their list of guys, right? They got Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter, Paris Johnson Jr., and Jackson Smith in Jigba, which was a tough name for us at the beginning of uh, when we when we first started breaking them down. Uh, and so, uh, question on the table, boys, at least to start, right? Let's 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 go through it by player, right? Uh, Jalen Johnson. And I think is the hot button topic right now. He's the one that everybody's going to be focused in on. He's the one that everybody's going to look at and say, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, he's, he, he should be avoided. Even if he is that level of talent, let's start it there. Should the bears be in on Jalen Johnson? Is Jalen Johnson Carter, worth Carter. the risk to Jaylen the Chicago Carter. bears? I'm sorry, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter, Jaylen Carter my bad. 
I'm gonna say, who is this mystery bro, player? Bro, Jalen Johnson plays on the team already, whole time. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's our DB. Uh, should should the Bears be in on Jalen Carter? Appreciate that, boys. Uh, should the Bears be in on Jalen Carter? As as uh, I mean, listen, he was he was the top player in the draft. He was realistically the number one player coming out that wasn't a quarterback, right? So you feel like the talent is there, but do you think that there is enough on the table? of a maturity level is there enough on the table of a leader is there enough on the table that or at least just talent wise that is worth taking a chance on Jalen Carter uh if he is there at nine um for me I'm looking at it and with the other three people on this list I'm gonna go ahead and say no just because of the simple fact like to to me I, I know that um that that you know you know he's had he's had the second meeting with polls and everything like that. But I, I, I just got some question about I just got the questions about the maturity, the motor, um, everything like that, right? I mean, you 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 didn't do well at well, you well, you pretty much didn't do anything at the combat, and then you come out, you don't complete the you don't even com- uh finish completing your drills at, at at the pro day, which already, you know, you were coming into that um with, with some questions as well. So um, for me, with the other people on this list, it just depends on, you know, what Pose feels like they actually need, what Pose feels like he actually needs. I know that he also said that he was going to be talking to Justin a little bit um, about the offensive side of the ball to see what they needed. So um, for me personally, just for him, just for him specifically, because we just on him, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I want to echo those statements simply because it's Chicago. Um, I know that everyone deserves a second chance and we all make mistakes and stuff like that. But Chicago is a town where if you're not mature, you're going to find yourself in some, in some trouble or trouble going to find you. Yeah. And I don't think that uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not holding it against them, but I don't know if this would be the right environment for them, just for that aspect alone. And I, that's probably, you know, that's probably off-putting statements to some, and I get it, you know, and I respect it. But I mean, we all grew up in Chicago. We all know what type of town it is. We all we already know, especially when you're young with money, what you can get here. Um, nah, anything, think, <laughs> anything, yeah. anything you want, hey, realistically. <laughs> I know this, like, hey, you could do the same in Philly. You could do everything else, but it's like, hey, the the potential drawbacks that come here. We have other needs that that we actually need to fill. I like Paris Johnson uh, a lot. Um, and I think that ultimately just with everything surrounding them, I mean, there was another report that the body cam footage just came out and they're now talking about, oh, why did he lie? And yeah. all that stuff. It's yeah. like, hey, you know what? I get it, but that's, you just a little too hot right now. You feel and, me? You're too, and, you're too hot. And I'm going I'm to I'm pass up on you. You're a little too hot right now. So the one thing I wanted to add before Pat goes as well, they said that he did talk to, uh, like he basically told everybody outside of the top 10, like he wasn't taking me. They yeah. did say that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So he he expects to still go in the top ten. Here's here's my thing with all of it, right? Listen, I I hear everything everybody's saying, um, but the, at the end of the day, the question that I always find myself asking when it comes to players like this is: Are we going to care this Hall of Fame speech if he has one? Are we going to care if if uh, at the end of the day? 
he's one of the top players in the NFL. Are we going to care if five years in uh, he's holding up the Lombardi trophy and we're sitting there like, man, we could have had him. Now, here's the main thing for me when it comes to Jalen Carter, and we're going to touch on just about all these players. um, But the biggest part for me is that uh, I, I don't think that he'll be there. I think he'll be going to the Detroit Lions or the Oakland Raiders before the Chicago Bears even get a chance to take a look at him. Um, yeah. But realistically, in my opinion, I'm just I'm just one of those guys that listen. I understand all of the things that are attached to it. I understand right, like the moral high ground that everybody wants to take right now. But I also want to let every one of you know you are hypocrites. I want to let every single one of you know you are hypocrites. You will not care if he's a great player. You will not care if he makes a Hall of Fame. You will not care if he's an all pro uh, defensive uh, uh, lineman. Uh, You will not care if he's a sack leader. You won't. Like all it, like let's let's keep it football when we break down these guys and everything else. Listen, if he can't play in the NFL because the law won't allow him. That's a whole different situation. Yeah, okay, there's a reason that you're not going to draft him. But remember, right, like the first thing that everybody said when that report came out that people are taking Jalen Carter off their draft board was, oh, they must have found something out. Here come the police. They finna take him off the jail. No, he just let them know that he's not taking meetings outside of the top 10. Let's stop jumping to conclusions. I'm not saying what he did was right. I think what he did was incredibly stupid. I think that he was dumb for running away from the police, and it makes you look worse. But are we really? And then you lied about it. But are we really going to sit here and stand on this moral high horse when if two in two years, what is going to be the thing that will be littered in our comments if he's a Detroit Lions sacking Justin Fields three times a game? We could have had him. Well, I think that's all. It's also situational, too. Like, you know, if Detroit puts the puts him on the line and they have the right pieces around him. Hey, they, got, they, got the right pieces. they got the right pieces. They got the right pieces. They got the right pieces. Aiden Hutchinson is a dog out here. They got the right pieces. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, but he have that same impact here. It's not. We don't necessarily know if he have that same impact here, right? No, no. And th- and that's the thing, right? Like that's in my video yesterday, I talked about kind of like, right? Like what is the, you, you have to understand that you're not bringing this guy in just as a guy. You're bringing this guy in to be the guy. You're bringing this guy in to be the leader. You're bringing this guy to be, and, and you know, a lot of times, right? With teams like this, you say, oh, well, I have other guys that can um, point them in the right direction, keep them on the right track. No, we don't, right? Who, who? Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, uh, the right Jalen, Jalen Johnson, right? Like, um, like who's the guy, who's the vet on this? We got rid of him. David Montgomery is gone. Uh, uh, Ro- Roquan Smith is gone. The guys that in my mind would actually keep him in line now you do have Tremaine Edmonds on the team hopefully he'll end up being that level of leader but Tremaine Edmonds is 24 right like a lot of the guys you signed are very very young pieces so to me I look at the situation I say if you don't feel like he's mature enough to be the leader do you move you move off of you move off of him I'm okay with that but if you feel like hey this guy can turn into a leader he made a dumb mistake if he falls to us, he's the best talent in the draft. He literally would have been the number one pick. I'd have a tough time sitting there trying to stand on my moral high horse and say, uh, well, he he got in a 
car accident and, and somebody passed away. And so because of that, um, he'll never play in the NFL for my team. Like that it's just it's not I'm, realistic. I never make any statements like that, but it's like and, hey, and, is it's it not good realistic. Now? Like, is it good yeah. now? Nah, it may not be the right time now. Yeah. It, it, that's that's the thing that when it comes to roster construction, that's the hit or miss, and that's the challenge of being a GM. Like Pose has to decide whether or not, like you mentioned, you're drafting him to be the guy. He yeah. may not be ready to be the guy right now. Yeah. But you need to have a guy right now. So it may not, this may not be the opportunity for him. It's gonna be one of those things where man, we could have, but it just it just we didn't see it was gonna work out in the short term which could ultimately impact our long-term vision with what we have to develop. So I, I don't know. I For me, I, I've always said I love the fact that, uh, you know, there are, you know, I'm, I love the fact that Jalen Carter is still going to get a shot. But how about that? Right. I, I take that, take, take all that away. But if I'm posed and I've been very big on this, I need you to do some more offensive work, baby. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't care if we, I don't care if we are the Detroit Lions where we put up 30-something points every game but lose by three or whatever the case was. I want to see a a, a high-powered offense because we haven't had one. And so I'm biased. I'm going to pick – I'm going to pick Peter. I'm going to pick JSN. I'm going to pick anybody that's going to help Justin look like a guy. Yeah. And to to that point, right, I mean, like, there are names on there that do – would in in essence help Justin in the long run, right? How you boys feeling about uh, if the Bears? I, I mean, these guys realistically to me will be there at number nine for, if the Bears want to. Right? I think Jalen Carter actually doesn't make it to us. Um, but Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, first off, uh, Paris is going to be biased because Paris. But uh, <laughs> Paris Johnson Jr., uh, offensive lineman out of Ohio State, looks like an absolute monster. Looks like somebody you can throw in there uh, and and will be a dog at some point. But do you want to redo the experiment of having your left tackle be a rookie for Justin Fields coming into the 2023 season? That is, that is the real question for me. Unless you feel like you're going to put him at the right tackle. If you feel like you're going to put him at the right tackle maybe a little different well yeah i think it just depends i think it just depends on where they're gonna put him on the line i feel like um when like like when when you when you look at this team as a whole i i've i've, I've been pretty adamant on it like to to, to me i'm kind of cool on jsn because i'm and and i'm asking i'm gonna ask y'all this question uh, Pat specifically, like, do, do you think do you think that Claypool is the dude that that you said he thought that you said you think he's gonna be? Let, I think let, I think let, that, let, I think that Chase Claypool doesn't have to be anymore, right? Okay. Chase Claypool, Chase so, Claypool had to be that guy that I that I think he has the ability to be. Uh, when you you have just Chase Claypool, <clears throat> now DJ Moore is your clear cut number one. DJ Moore is a better wide receiver than Chase Claypool right. is. Yeah. No, nah, I was out. Yeah, and that's what I was getting to. Like now, I don't feel like that the the threat of that they like they they don't they don't need JSN. Like yeah. there's there's I I keep telling people in the chat like there's only one football. Like you you got JSN, you got Darnell Mooney. I mean you you got Darnell Mooney, you got Chase Claypool, you got DJ Moore. That's how I already said. And you got you got Komet, who looked like he went to tight end you last season. He look, he he been balling. He's been balling, so I I feel like that offensive set you 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 need to now shift your focus to getting Justin protection, and I feel like now that they, they've already said that they've kind of moved off Peter Paris would now be the 
clear cut number one guy in that situation because he all not only does he jump off the tape, this is also going to help them as a collective, it's, especially if Tevin comes back and does, does what he does and everything like that. So I'm that that's why I'm taking a shot at at nine. I wonder why they moved off Peter. Like, what did they see? I would love to like read that scouting report or anything from their their perspective because I like Peter. Yeah, no, I, know, I, know, I, I, I like Peter too. Yeah, that, that, was, that was my friend. I like Peter too. Very I'm, one I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with Paris as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I don't think you go wrong with either one. But I'm, I just, I would love to like have that in depth conversation with like a scout or something. Like, what, what for did sure. you see? But what didn't you see that was made you feel like, hey, you know, Paris is the the better selection there? Because yeah. I thought Peter. I know, I know that Paris was already rated higher. Obviously, if you have the opportunity to get him, you get him. He was like, uh, his first name is Paris. You know, of course. I mean, it's <laughs> biased. You know, it's only too many of us in the world, right? Um, but I also want to say this. Like, I don't think JSN is the best receiver to pick if you're going to go receiver. Like, I don't know why. I don't never hear Quentin Johnson's name, but I don't. Did they forget how big that dude is? Well, see, see Quentin, bro. Quentin Johnson kind of. Now, the, the question with him was always, you, you love the size, you love the ability to stretch the field. The question with him was always route running ability. He's he's going to he's gonna fall into a DK, DK Metcalf situation. Hmm. I mean, I would love to have DK Metcalf. <laughs> I mean, and, like, and, 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 that's, like, and, that's, and that's the thing too, right? Like, it, it's, it's kind of about where you value DJ Metcalf at, right? For me, I think DJ Metcalf's a great receiver, just not at the price that they want to pay him. You have a He's 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 not a he's not a to me he's not a great route runner. <laughs> we, we got you, bro. We got you. This <laughs> what what I say? You said, you said DJ. DJ uh, you said DJ. Oh no, I thought I thought I said DK. Nah. Or maybe sorry, it didn't. Maybe it I'm didn't sorry, come out as DK. It. Maybe that said yeah. DK. Stop playing with me. Uh, no, you, no, you didn't. Oh, you can play this back. Hey, first of all, y'all let me know in the chat. Pause. Yeah, pause. Hey. <laughs> pause. It's crazy <laughs> out here. Pause. Uh, but no, I, I think that uh, I, I think that right. Like when I look at a DK Metcalf. Uh, I see a guy who can use his body to box out, can uh, create separation with his speed. Uh, but I don't look at his route running ability and say, oh, my God, that's the best route runner in the NFL. And I look at a lot of times where he's going up against that zone and he's not as effective. And so I, I, I kind of come in with those same questions with uh, um, Quentin Johnston. Uh, where I like them. I like the speed. I like time. But here's the thing. DK also puts up great numbers, also puts up great yards. So at the end of the day, does it matter? You know what I mean? But I think DK went, what what round did he, he wasn't the first round pick, was he? DK ended up going. I think he was the second round. Second or third, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was DK know. a first round pick? I know he wasn't top 10. I know he wasn't top 10. I know he wasn't top 10. Nah, I don't think he was top 10. I think he was the first rounder though. Let's see, DK Metcalf draft. We got a, we got a 2020. What pick was DK Metcalf? He was the 64th overall. Nah, second pick. round, yeah, second, second round, round. second round pick. So there was a lot hey, of people that felt the same way. There was a lot of people that felt the same way about DK. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. listen, that could work in the Bears' favor. You get Quentin Johnston in the second round, possibly, uh, and, we, and we still get that big body receiver that we want to be able to go after. I do think you have to attack the offense. I think the trenches is going to be the the uh, um, the best place for the Bears to attack in any mm-hmm. situation, right? I, I like 
um, what Paris Johnson can bring to this Bears football team. I think he's a guy that legitimately can play either tackle position. And uh, I think that you have to keep close tabs on him. I'm surprised he's not going higher. Um, but I do think he's going to be a name that we talk about for years to come as a really nice piece. And and my yeah. only question, Mark, sure. is do you feel like he's going to make an impact right away or do you feel like he's going to be a development piece? That's the that's the real question, because if he's an impact right away player, he's probably taking Braxton Jones's spot. But I'm telling you, all they love this kid, Braxton Jones. Like, I, yeah. don't, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I've sat there and I've watched a lot of Braxton Jones tape. And I'm like, listen, he's solid. He he does not allow people to just blow by him on a play in play out basis. I feel right. like he's got a he's got a he's got a good base. He he he's quick uh, 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 to get to to cover up the outside edge. Um, but it's just solid. Like, you, like, is that what you want from your left tackle if you have an ability to get better? Like, the, he's, the he's, a, he's a solid player. I'm not going to yeah. say he's a bad player. For his rookie year, he's a really, really solid player. The biggest thing I think, uh, and this is something I think you said, and uh, this is me just, you know, getting my bearings and understanding how this all works. You may want to spend money and get a vet for that position. You, you missed wanna... it already, though. Yeah, nah, you, yeah, you, you already you, missed yeah, it. You you messed out. I mean, on you, that. no, you can still trade doing. Uh, nah, nah, but yeah, it's, you can trade. You can trade. Yeah, because we got a lot of picks back for from but, from trade back. Now but, I'm not saying it's gonna pre, be this pre, pre, premier 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 left tackles d- don't come cheap though. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and like you sent it. You sent in the capital you just got to go get a guy like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you get someone that's like, you know. How many picks you got? Nine. I'm giving you a six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know if you, you get someone that's like top, top, top of the line. But like if you have someone with, you know, a little more know-how, a little more experience, and you're trying to develop your QB, you know, I don't think you, I don't think you have to necessarily go so high on line right now. I do know that you have to go high on receivers right now because that's what you're evaluating. Like the biggest thing about Justin is we, we're not worried about whether or not he can use his wheels. We're not worried about how he can, you know, in the pocket, outside of the pocket. We're worried about how he can deliver the ball. And so it's like, hey, you may want to, one, make sure he has those targets. You may want to go younger with that because, I mean, hey, the only person I would think that you would still make a move for was D-Hop if he gets cut. But D-Hop wants a premium too. Possibly, but not hey, no, you, no. Hey, he hey, said hey. he didn't want to. Hey, premium. hey, listen, listen. No, I paid D Hop a premium, but but D Hop is yeah, a I guarantee. Need, I, need, I, need, I, need, I need people Wait. to understand with D Hop. Like D Hop is going to be good for another probably eight to ten years. I understand his age. I understand it, but D Hop is such a Larry Fitzgerald style player. Like it was crazy to see them play together. D Hop, his his game is not made on physicality, speed, and I'm gonna just beat you over the top. Now he has those things. His game. Oh, is made on now listen can he jump up 10 feet in the air grab a ball with two fingers pause and and, and bring it down absolutely he, he he's, he's dominant out here but d hop's game is based on his agility his athleticism his his ability to contort his body to get the ball in in very tight windows his ability to find himself open or to create space to get himself open like he's going to be good for a lot Longer. If you signed him to a five-year deal, you would have good D Hop all five years. Someone yeah. compared him to barring Chad injury, Johnson. barring injury, barring someone injury. Someone compared him to Chad Johnson. How do you feel about that? D Hop's a better not, wide receiver not, than Chad. D Hop's a better wide receiver than Chad Johnson. Yeah, 
By a lot. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot? <clears throat> Chad Johnson was never the best wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, Chad Johnson also had legendary people around him. I mean, Chad Johnson existed. If D-Hop existed with the same level of receivers that uh, Chad did, he probably wouldn't be the best one either. Um, I mean, right. D-Hop came yeah, into the... Yeah, with yeah. T.O. He existed with... Uh, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Chad existed with T.O. He existed with Randy. Oh, you're not talking about like... His surrounding... His peer group was better. Okay, I'm like, what? D-Hop... D-Hop... I mean, D-Hop's only competition realistically is... Adams and now uh, uh, young boy in uh, Bengals. No, oh, no. Uh, you, you got Jamar Chase. Jefferson, Jefferson, you got Jamar Justin Chase. Jefferson. Like D-Hop got some competition. Yeah, but they're younger Gar- now, hey, right? Hey, hey, Garrett Wilson about to have Aaron Rodgers now. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. And here's here's the th- here's the thing though. Here's the thing what? though. Hey, nah, 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 that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Nah, that's nice. Hey, man, Alan Lazard out here. For some reason, I think he's about to go to the Jets and burn. Like I don't know why. Like I don't think he's going to scorch earth. I think he's just going to fizzle out and retire for some odd reason, which is why they're not going to get the picks they want. I I think he's about to go to the Jets and just leave halfway through the season. Just be like, I'm up out of here. I'm sticking it. That's a good topic, though. We got to break that down because I, I think please I don't think Chad Johnson had better. His, his peer group was better. Well, I think I think he, here's a, a lot of overlap. Chad Johnson still played when Moss was playing. No, for sure. I'm not. I'm not no, saying. I'm not. I'm not sure. taking anything away from him. But the thing is right. The thing is right. I still. We we still include D Hop in those top names right now, right? Like Devontae yeah. Adams. Is going to the Hall of Fame. Um, Justin Jefferson, if he continues doing what he's doing, will be in the Hall of Fame. Jamar Chase, if he continues what he's doing, will be in the Hall of Fame, right? And then all, we still include D Hop in those names. Yeah. With with the quarterback that literally many of us have been like, it's times he just oh, don't know what he's doing he, over yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> we, we missed this one. Though. Hey, Which Tariq one? Hill is the best receiver in it. Uh, Tariq Hill. No, right yeah. now for sure. Yeah. I, I'm not Tariq. saying that D Hop. I'm not saying that D Hop's the best wide receiver right now. I'm saying when he was in Houston, D Hop was the best wide receiver in the NFL. I think nah, I couldn't say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When he was nah, because you gotta remember, nah. The only reason why I gotta give it to him is because you gotta remember, <laughs> Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup didn't really start coming on until uh, Gurley got hurt. Remember that because because. Here's the best part. Me and Kid was like, Cooper Cup wasn't really in this conversation. Though, so. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> I wouldn't put Cooper Cup. Nah, I, like, I, I will say, I will say the year the they Cooper. won, the year they won the Super Bowl, nah. Cooper Cup was the best wide receiver in the Cooper NFL. Cooper Cup still like that. that. I give him nah. that. I, I give him that. But we just, we. Hey, we, hey, we, I take DJ over Cooper Cup many days of the week. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah, I'm taking I'll take yeah, Devontae Adams yeah. over Cooper Cup any day of the week. I ain't gonna lie yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. But nah, but uh, but getting back to the original question, the reason the, the reason why I want to take Paris Johnson is because too, uh Justin had the the second I think it was the second most quarterback hits. 
Last last season, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Say, hey, hey, it, it might be the first. I, I, I don't, I, I don't nah, remember. No, nah, the first was Josh Allen. They said oh, the that's true. That's yeah, true. That's true. Josh, Josh Allen me, put himself in a lot of those situations. Hey, Justin, we, we, we can, we, we can right. say the same about Justin, and well, not as many. Josh, Josh, do put him. Josh, Josh be like Josh big ben in it. Hey, he do. Josh be like, I'm big, bro. Like you're not just. And here's the tough part. He really do just be like, I'm big. Get I'm off. Big. Me, hey, bro, he he like stomp somebody down in the ground while he do be like, keep you. Uh, let me let me ask y'all this though, because here's here's my biggest gripe with a lot of GMs you go out and you spend money, okay, and then you don't recreate or help the situation that you spent money on the player that was successful, right. We went out and we spent a lot of money on TJ. Well, not TJ Edwards, but uh, Tremaine Edmonds. We brought in TJ Edwards. Uh, we've got Jack Sanborn here. And you've got, you you waste, you not wasted. You spent two draft picks last year on your DB positions, going out and getting Kyler Gordon. And um, why am I blanking on my, my, my guy? Um, Jaquan Brisker, Jaquan Brisker. That's not going to mean oh. a hill of beans if you don't put a line in front of him. Because C.J. Edwards thrived behind a great defensive line. Tremaine Edmonds thrived behind a dominant defensive line. And the Chicago Bears have four dudes that play there. Well, I mean... Here's my thing. Is, we, we've talked about all these other names. Is Tyree Wilson off the board for you guys you because i'm gonna be honest with you you can do a lot with what you have it, it, there's a lot on justin fields this season in my opinion right it, it, justin fields listen they went out and got you receivers you had receivers last year in cole commit that does help darnell mooney now gets to go back to being in the role that he thrived in um you've got chase claypool this season you've got a better wide receiver core at a minimum you got guys that catch the football um you should be able to do a little bit more this season. You should be able to win some of these games this season off the strength of your arm. I'm not saying I'm putting all the pressure on Justin this year, but I am putting a little bit more of it because guess what? I've seen Joe Burrow lead the league in sacks and make a Super Bowl. I've seen Deshaun Watson lead the league in sacks and make a AFC championship game. I've seen, right? Like we're, we're talking about you in those ilk of players where, yeah, they're not protectable. I've seen Pat Mahomes make a Super Bowl with no tackles. I'm not saying that you have to be those level of players, but you do need to improve with the weaponry that they got you. You know, the funny thing about this is, and this is why, you know, I was about to say we can't put them in that uh, category and things of that nature. For one, I will say this. I love Justin. I want people to understand this. He's not in that realm of QB. Hasn't been. Oh, yeah. No, one of those people who may, he's going to develop late because of his situation. But people are really quick, and it's not a, a, a hit knock on what you just said, but it's just what we see ultimately in the comments, what we read all, while we're researching all these uh, public opinions and stuff like that. Just to go into his third season, it's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Deshaun Watson. He's not Lamar Jackson. Like it's a it's a real project here, and so like, no, like, but if, be, it's a whole lot to it's a whole lot here. Uh, so to answer your question. Yeah, you. I he's off my list simply because I just want to make sure I do everything I can to help him have the pieces around him. Like you, you, I, I liken him a lot to uh, your boy from Philly, 
God, we just having a bad Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Oh, Philly, Philly, Philly. Jim I don't know why. Hey, Jim. hey, I don't know why. Jim hey, Hurt. whenever kid bring up a quarterback, I'm just like, it's a Kirk Cousins reference over here. So you like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like no, that? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I wasn't big on Jalen Hurts, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't up until he played us last season. Until they played us last season, I saw him make some incredible throws. I was just like, and he oh. did that while he was hurt too. Hey, why? I was like, I, I got to give it to him now, right? But up until that <laughs> point, I was not feeling it because I was always under the impression that you just put the right pieces around him to make him look good. Like yeah. I don't like Tua. I don't like Tua at all. I'm sorry. When he throws that ball, for some odd reason, I think it's gonna get picked. Every that might look like time. a duck. Bro, he floating in the th- air so long to me. I'm like. No, somebody finna snag that. Like that. That's that's that's. It's like money. you know, you know what his throwing motion is like. It's like when Russell Wilson is throwing it because you know how he just like accurately weak like puts Russell it in there. Wilson. But but it, but it's, yeah, I, I was just about to say like it's like a weaker version of Russell Wilson throwing the ball. Like, that's tough. You know, so I, I, I say all that to say like. You know, those I think QBs. that is what it is. Shout out to uh, Jailbreak in the comments, man. Uh, hopefully you didn't. Never mind. Uh, he said, uh, he said lefties. That's really what it is. When we see somebody throw the football left-handed, it look weird because the ball spin different. True. Mm. It look you know weird what? to your eyes. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I'm gonna go back and look at that one. I still don't like him though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I still don't like him. But I, I say all that to right, but so we can move on to the next. Uh, we get to other comments on it, but like. Ultimately, like, you know, as a receiver, your job is to make your QB right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how much of it is this QB is really good or how much of, of it is I just put the right talent around him to make him look right? And we all know that QB. Like, Kirk Cousins had a heck of a season, yeah. right? Justin Jefferson made him look right a lot of time. And I like oh, yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean the, th- the thing is, too, I, I, I keep – Tell them what exists. I told Pat this when the when the Bears got Nick Foles. Nick Foles look real good with three all pros. Uh, and that's, that's and that, no, that's as, absolutely. I'm that's not saying, I, and I, I don't want this to be stated as I'm making my final decision oh, oh, on Justin. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just saying that I feel like I've we've given Justin enough in this off season where we can go into next season and say, hey, you got to do a little bit better. You got to do Absolutely. you. You got to come. You got to come away like four of those games where we're sitting there talking about, man, the receiver um, didn't catch the ball. And that's what stopped the drive. And that's why we don't go down and win the game uh, that they, unless like all of a sudden these guys just forget the, how to catch a football. That shouldn't happen this season nearly as much. People are going to drop balls. Right. But like it shouldn't happen nearly as much this season. Man, how how are Mason Cam talking about sports, bro? Like all you say is ball the entire time, bro. It's just. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Pause. That's crazy. It is crazy. I'm going to let you slide. Don't pause. But, <laughs> hey, I could never live in New York. Hey, bro. bro every, everything you is a pause guard, moment. You you guard, everything you everything gotta, is a pause moment. You got to guard yourself too much in the moments, bro. I'm not going to lie. That podcast it's cracks me up, though, just for that reason. Because the, the whole podcast is a pause. It's crazy. Pause, though. egg, and cheese. I'm not ordering no goddamn pause, egg, and cheese. Give me pause, egg, and cheese. Like, it's been there for the last 35 years. Stop playing with me, bro. Like, what are we doing? We got to move on, dog. Oh, man. Oh, dog, that's great. But no, man, uh, just just to cap it off, man, Tyree Wilson to me, um, I, I, I don't I don't think you can have him off your board. And the reason I was bringing him up was because um, that's a phenomenal talent, though. To, to, to me, you have to build up. You have to find a way to build up this line. If your defensive line is great, 
Your DBs will be, if they're okay, they'll be good. If they're good, they'll be great. I always say this. Uh, uh, um, uh, what, what's my man that we got rid of? Dang it. It's, I, I want to say uh, Kyle, Kyle, mm. Kyle Gordon. No. no, Kyler Gordon is who we got now. Who did we Kyle get rid of? Uh, you know who I'm talking all, about. All, went all to line, Denver. Line uh, no, no, no. DB went to Denver. DB went to Denver. Oh, Check. Uh, 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 it's no, the K's. It's them K's. No, definitely not Bryce Callahan. Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Kyle Fuller was an okay DB. Behind... The Bears 2018 defensive line, he was an all pro. Situations uh, matter. It, 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 the front line makes the back line's life easier. So if you went out and you spent, whether whether it is the right move or not, right? And I know there's Bears fans that are like, we're always building defenses first. And this is that this is, this is a different situation because you, you, you realistically have no should have three wide receivers. You should have, a, a, you feel good about your quarterback coming into this season, which is something I don't think I've ever said in my life. Uh, and I feel, and I feel like uh, we still have a running game with uh, uh, Deontay Foreman uh, being a part of this team. And I also feel like, uh, yeah, is is the line definitely still subpar? Did we improve in the aspects that I thought we should have? No, no. Uh, and I'm not gonna say that we did, <laughs> but we all, but we also don't got Jay Cutler standing back there, right? Like we do have a quarterback that can create in those moments, that can escape the pocket and and, and hit his receivers on the hands, right? So the situation will never be perfect. If we get into a perfect situation. We win the Super Bowls every year. That's you the goal. Can't fix everything in, in one or two. And you and you just can't. So to yeah. me, I think you know if I'm looking at all these names, yeah, we can go offensive line. But what what is our focus on? What is our focus on improving? Is it just to give Justin everything, or is it to say, hey, we've got these players out here that we just signed. We signed one of them to a lot of money, and uh, we don't actually expect him to have any impact on the field because there's going to be no defensive line standing in front of him. True. I mean, I mean, hey, it, it's it's fair, it's fair. But like I said, my, like, and, and I'm I'm not saying that you're wrong with your take, but second and QB hits, I, I can't I can't chance it, bro. Like I I, I need you. No, I get season. you. I get I need, you. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you on that, right? Like I, I, I said to me, uh, you, you got to go out and get Justin as much protection as possible coming into this offseason. But I can't change what Ryan Poles did. He went out and got True. Nate Davis. True. You can't change what he did. Yeah. <laughs> he went. He went out and got Nate Davis. And and uh, can we really say that a rookie is going to come in and is going to flip this Chicago Bears offensive line in one it's, season? It's it's not likely. I mean, I, the last person to do it. It's was not. Imp- no, 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 it's no, not no, impossible. No, it's, not, it's, it's not, not impossible. It's not impossible. The last person to do it was Tristan Wirfs. Yes. Uh, for uh, for for the buck, they dra- they draft him out of Iowa, and the man hasn't given up a sack. Dog day one. Let, Dog let day me, one. Let's, let's just say this though. So he got about fifty five sacks last season. If you go O line, you get you bring in let's say well Paris Johnson whatever, mm-hmm. and Justin only takes thirty sacks this season. Still a lot. It's of improvement. <laughs> you, I mean, but it's twenty five sacks less, right? So Justin being more situationally aware, getting the ball out faster, him having a split second more to to make a decision and stuff like that. If yeah. a rookie could come in and do that, I don't need him to be great. Yeah. I need him to give me half a second. Yeah. And if that's what you can do, and you can eliminate at least a good, you know, one or two extra hits per game, 
then it's worth that. Time. But you you have to start somewhere at this point, right? Because like you you all mentioned, you all just schooled me on it. You you got to play a premium for for those type of players. Yeah. Or you draft them. And suppose the game was to build through the draft. Okay, well follow your game plan then. Give us give us exactly what you tell us told us you was gonna give us. Yeah. Draft the the right players to put protection around Justin because guess what. We've seen what a good defense for this team looks like. We know what we can go with a good defense. We ain't never had a good offense. So uh, give us, uh, give offense, us that. offense is the name of the game right now. Yeah, give us that. Just give us that, and we can live it. I, I guarantee you this. If we consistently score 21 to, uh, points a game this season, even in losing efforts, no one's going to complain because we can see progression. That's how bad it's been. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's crazy to say, but that's how bad it's been. We just want to see points on the board. Yeah. So no, I, so, I don't hey, disagree. I want to see disagree. Justin crack thirty five hundred yards. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, <laughs> just just. I see. want Justin I, have a better I, season I, than Mac freaking Jones, who Bill Belichick hates. I, Bro, I, I just I just so, want I just want Justin to two DCs on always wild. It is Bill, wild. Hey, Bill he Belichick. That man. Bill Belichick is wild. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta have an episode on has the game yeah. finally passed Bill by because yeah. Bill. Hey, look. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason. Here's the, here's the thing. The reason I don't want to have that episode is because the second we have that episode, Bill Belichick is gonna come back and look like Bill Belichick. <laughs> now, you know what's gonna happen? Though? They're gonna spend money to get him the right talent. Yeah, they're gonna remove some responsibilities, and he's gonna get a, a great talent come through the the New England, and then he's gonna look like himself again. Because I don't care what you say, there's not been a good or great coach that hasn't had great talent. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. You have to have the players on the have that the players on the field. I like I like uh, uh, your boy Bub comment. He said fifty five sacks, man. That's almost three and a half per game. That's horrible. Here's the tough part. There's games that the Chicago Bears didn't give up a sack last year. <laughs> Things like two, right? We got two. It's like two or three games where the Bears didn't give up a sack last year. So that man just like died in multiple games, bro. (laughs) Hey, hey, but I wonder what, uh, and this is probably something to bring up on a different live. Um, How many yard rushing yards did Justin have those games that was no sacks? Oh man! I mean, he was consistently over like sixty yards. Yeah, he was consistently over sixty. He had a couple of weeks in a row where he was over hundred, so it definitely plays a part in there as well, man. Hey, we do got to uh, pay some bills here real quick, but it's eighty-four people in here, man. I think it's like twenty-nine likes on this mug, man. So hit that like button. Let's get eighty-four likes on this video. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for the Daily Show, man. We're doing this Monday through Friday. The Daily Show is back. We're doing this Monday through Friday, nine a to 10 a.m. We got about 20 minutes left, but I do got to pay some bills real quick. Shout out to Goat Coats, man, because uh, listen, if you're looking for quality merch to wear to watch the Bulls or Bears, you need to be looking no further than Goat Coats. Let me put this coat on the screen right here, bro, because here's the thing, right? Listen. I got a nice regular bomber jacket right here, right? Nice, nice little good for going out, eating dinner, having a good time. You know what I mean? But hey, maybe I'm going to the game right after that, and I want to show that fandom. Wow. Boom. Jordan jersey inside, uh. inside the jacket. These jackets are 100% reversible. Uh, and here's the thing. You can get any player. You can get any 
player from any team inside of your jersey. Say you want a Stephen Curry when you're out in the Golden State area, you absolutely can make that happen as well. Say you want a, uh, who else we got? Uh, we, we talking Bears right now. Uh, I need a brand new Paris Johnson jersey once he gets drafted by the Chicago Bears inside my Go Coat to Rep. You can get that as well. Uh, here's the best part. For a limited time, you can use the promo code Windy City to receive 5% off your first uh, or 5% or, uh, off your purchase of a single item or Windy City 2 to save 15% on any order of two items or more. Here's the thing about all of that, right? Like you literally can have any event, any team, any player for any moment. And these guys have done this for the actual teams, for the Chicago Bears, for Chicago Bulls. These players have these types of jackets out here. You need to be fresh in one as well. Don't wait. Visit GoatCoats.com today and discover why we here at The Breeze believe that this is Chicago merch for Chicago fans. Y'all getting in tune with that, bro. That's not even a crazy pro. Like, like this, like this jacket is really cold. And I, nah, bro, like nah, it's cold, it's bro. not it's not even like a cheap jersey inside. And like, like this is a cold Jordan Jordan jersey in here, bro. This high quality stuff right now. They got bomber jackets out here. I'm gonna wear that to a dinner and just be like, bow. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> just in case you didn't think I was about that life, like, we couldn't go one on one right now. Boom, I'm ready, baby. <laughs> hey, bro, have you ever seen? I saw you dig where it was like a a a, a dad ready to go hoop with his son and he was like hey son you ready to go hoop he was like you ain't even got basketball shorts so he's like what you talking about i got my shorts under my jeans that's how we used to do it back in the day why do we do that in the middle of the summer too fam bro? walking to the court fresh in a mug just to take the clothes off and get mad sweaty after hooping and, and then put the clothes the back on when we left. <laughs> like we was going to the club after, bro. Like, <laughs> the females, the females, you gotta have some motion behind. You might have motion afterwards. You never oh, know. Oh my god. It, it, it was a good day, no? Triple double. Hey, and here's the wild too. part. Here's the wild part. Legit. You would literally leave the court and, and if you if you was if you was with it, um, girls literally would like just just dip with you. Like you didn't just play 15 games of basketball. Like, like who was these chicks we was talking to back in the day, bro. Hey, hey, hey. First, it was just a different, different hey, time, man. Hey, bro. Time. What's hey, going they, on? They had motion, too. They understood what the game was. <laughs> was like, hey, was like, hey, I can't judge this man for being a little funky. Guess what? He just played. I, I, I like him because of the triple-double. Like, yeah. Like, uh, anyway. Nah, that's <laughs> tough. That's who's tough. That, who's that behind you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey boys uh kid brought up a really good topic as we uh get get ready to head toward the end of the show today i thought this is a really interesting one uh to really bring to the channel because we do also talk about the chicago bulls on this mug we talk about the white Sox, bears all that stuff um we need on the chicago bulls some milk shoot <laughs> that, that too uh we need shooting we need some milk we need size and Kid brought up a player that was a part of the Bulls that could give us both. Kid, I'll let you have the topic, bro. Yeah. So realistically, you know what we need. We know it's been a, a cluster, uh, you know what, of a season from several key positions. Uh, so we need size. We need shooting. 
And there's one player who actually set a record, believe it or not, thanks to advanced analytics. No one really cares about these particular stats, but uh, he's the only player in NBA history to have 200 threes and 100 dunks in a season. Laurie Markin. Now, whoever sat there and calculated that, whole different story. But we've seen Laurie just turn into a phenom over the last couple of months uh, with his time in Utah. Now, mind you, Utah had no – like, I don't think Utah was planning to win or be as exciting as they were. They weren't. They, no. they really weren't. So they, they find themselves in a predicament. But, I mean, they were always for sale. Like, this was a this was the stopgap. You saw all the picks they had. They were really trying to build – they didn't. I didn't think they was planning on winning, and Laurie turned out to be an all star. So his stock is that yesterday's price is not today's price for Laurie. But would you bring Laurie Marketing back now that we have, I would say, a better coach, and we have a system that he can play with? And mind you, he's still twenty five years old. He's relatively. He's still no. He's twenty five, twenty six. He's really young. And he's yep. made that leap. Who I he made. He's made a leap that we wanted P Will to make. Would you bring him back? I would ask, do you feel like he's finally turning the corner of being healthy enough? That was my only issue with Lowry until the very end. I always thought Lowry marketing. I, I said on multiple live calls, he could be one of the most dominant power forwards in the NBA if he's just aggressive. And every time he would show a little bit more aggression, he would get hurt. Now, the problem that also comes into that is... um it seems like he's or, or, or the fix that comes into that is the last couple of seasons. He seems like he's been more healthy. I don't know if he's changed something with his body, if he's changed something with his diet. I know he was a vegan for a little while there. I don't know if he still is maybe, but I, 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 I don't, there was no way games played, uh, by the way. The 66 games this season, which to me basically is a full season. I'm not going to lie to you. Like if you get over 65 games, you play the full season because that takes into account uh, rolled ankles. That takes into account uh, little, little jammed fingers, little nagging injuries and stuff like that. And the season's not over. So he could finish out. I believe he played 35 minutes yesterday in Brooklyn. So to me, it's really just about, do you feel like he could be a consistent piece in your lineup? Um and and if you do, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at going to get Larry Markkinen. I think the real question with all of it is, do you think that Larry Markkinen would come back to the Chicago Bulls? That, that, that's that's the biggest thing for me, um, because well, that's that's a realistic thing with a lot of players, nah, right? Not like, it, not it, it is. I I love the idea of going out and getting Larry and bringing him back to the fold. But here's the thing: Larry didn't get cut by Garpax. Larry got traded away and taken out of the system by AK and Billy Donovan. So you're probably not going to want to come back to a situation where ill feelings are already involved, where I, I already don't really want to be a part of what you have going on because yeah, those are still my guys over there. Still right. He still rocks with Zach Levine. He still rocks with Vooch guys like that. Right. But y'all turned y'all back on me just as much as I turned my back on y'all. Uh, yeah, nah. I, I definitely what you're saying, and I I, I kind of echo those sentiments, right? Like, at the end of the day, I I really don't feel like he even he really even wants to come back. Like he he's kind of spoken about it already, just a little bit on, on his time here. Um, and, and it's and it honestly seems like he has his confidence back. And and then second off, like what what does it what does the team look like even when he does come back? Because now. With him putting up these kind of numbers, and you know that he ha he has the ability to, 
Um, I, I, I fully think that if he if he would come back in a, in a hypothetical sense, he would he wouldn't want to take a back seat. Not saying not saying that you know he'd be over Zach, but like, yeah, I just came off averaging averaging twenty five a game. <laughs> like that's a well, I, I, better for everyone. I, I think I, I think no he would be a he would be a sign and trade situation probably with uh well, sure. what's his contract look like? What's his what's he yeah. So I mean yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying because his, his numbers are uh it's it's twenty five. So he's still signed. He's still signed. He'll be yeah. signed through twenty twenty five. so here's here's the scenario yeah. though, right? I, I run I run it down this way. What's up? The the big man in today's league is no longer the big man, right? Right. True. Andre Drummond would would Andre Drummond is a good big man ten years ago. He's a great big man ten years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say well, he you was. didn't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't have to worry about ticky tack fouls. They didn't call everything. Like a lot of the stuff that he gets called for, they didn't call ten years ago. Yeah. He would be a consistent and at one point he him and Embiid had their little wars and stuff like that. Embiid's just a better player. That's, that's <laughs> war where he law that wasn't a war. That was well, a slaughter. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a slaughter. Like Embiid's <laughs> better player. Hey, hey, hey. I war where Embiid's, Embiid's a better player. We gotta give it up. But you I, know what? I ain't never seen somebody get beat so bad that he'd be like, hey, let me go play behind you. Like hey. even Kevin Durant was the starter on the team. <laughs> I, I'll say this like Shaq doing his time, best center at the time. But there's a lot of good centers around Shaq. Like yeah. In his peer group, Drummond, just from a center's perspective, was a good center. Yes, he was. Serviceable, 17, 17 and 15. Like, if your big man's giving you 17 and 15, you want that big man. That's That was Andre Drummond. That was Andre yeah. Drummond four years ago, right? The year that, the year so I, I say all this to, to – I, I took the scenic route with this, but it's like, hey, Laurie could play the four or the five. Yes. On this system and eat. He's eating in Utah. Yep. He would eat. He would be he would be what Vooch is today. He would be a younger version of Vooch for us. Now that he's actually got his confidence, he could put the ball on the floor back to the basket. He's evolved to a player that could play that position. He would be able to still average his 20-something points. We wouldn't have Vooch, but he would be able to get his money. And that yeah, I think that is a big thing. Like the, the thought process for me was there's a lot of stuff that we need. And we need to get younger. We need to run. We need to be faster because if we play, when we play a high pace offense, we actually score more. The ball moves. We hit more threes. That's the thing. When we play this half court set, we don't get a lot of threes up, stuff like that. But in traffic, Zach looks better. He's facilitates he's a better pass. Like you, you need to just do that. You need to create that type of lineup. Larry would fit beautifully in that lineup. And he's just like one of the only bigs I know who I haven't heard of commitment to. That would facilitate be able to, to be plugged in. Now I know there's history there, but it's like, hey, Laura, you also wasn't the player that you are now. Like this was part of the journey for you. So there's a lot, and plus money cure, cures a lot. Like I mean, Laurie was I, was going to get paid. I think I think the interesting thing with it, if we're being 100 percent honest, is that kid is literally trying to put together the team that he probably hated most out of this of Kobe White, Zach Levine, and Larry Marketing. <laughs> if we're heading into next season. This how kid building a team. He sends them out for other people to develop them and then let me get them back. <laughs> no, nah, Pat knows exactly how I build a team. Hey, Pat, what's my what's my number one rule in the NBA? Have them picks. <laughs> hey, you trying to win now? 
I'm not <laughs> listen unless you Pablo like, like Paulo been here before though. Paulo <laughs> Paulo been here. Paulo yeah, is Paolo, different. Paolo, I hate that he got drafted in Miami. Paulo and Ben Matherin been here. I like Ben Matherin been here before too. Ben Matherin coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like Paulo a lot better. He's a, he's bigger. Like there's a lot more game there. Like. Follow you draft, you don't get rid of that pick. No, you yeah. keep that pick. That pick just stays. Don't don't f that pick. Yeah, you keep that. Pick, right, <laughs> right. But everything else, no. You can't say we need this window. We need to develop, and I'm a I'm a bet it on some rookie. Like that's not how the NBA works. Yeah. I don't know how the NFL works that well. Clearly, I, I thought a second round pick was like, why you get a second round? That's low. Like a clear, clearly that no, was wrong. Yeah, it's, right? it's very good. My bad. I'm learning that, right? But NBA, I know NBA. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting there like I'm not taking Patrick Williams at number four. If I want to win now, nah, Patrick Williams is going to be on the board. I'm, I'm going to take what I need. Yeah. I, I need a point guard. I'm taking Tyree Tyler Yeah. Right. Like, I, you know, you need to know what you. So at this point, it's like I will I will put P. Will at the four. I will bring marketing back in and I would run a faster pace off. It's P. Will when he doesn't have to be the guy. He can knock down open shots. P. Will is going to be a career 18 point a game player. And there's nothing wrong with that. If he's an 18 point per game player, I would, that, that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't, he he's ain't an 18 top, point per game player. That's, that's not a bad pick if he giving you the defense as well. Now, you got to give me the defense again. Like, I, just, defense. I want the defense the again. I want the defense again. Oh, he be, he been snatching boards. Hey, P. Will get grown man boards, too. I Hey, P. Will be confusing me because I see him jump. And, like, I saw him jump and grab a rebound. And I was like, fam, your head's a butter rail. Hey, he give you them Why you? boards. He give you loud rebounds. It'd be like the loudest four rebounds I've ever seen. He gave you the loudest four rebounds you've ever seen. That's oh, a bar. But guess what? P. Will in the four next to someone next to people that's cooking. P. Will is a good role, uh, above average role player. Like I see that in his future. Now I hope yes. he becomes a star. Yes. But above average role player. Like I see Harrison Barnes in that man's career, but I think he has a little more defensive ability. I just I'm just trying to find a name of someone that we all like we all appreciate, but like you know, like Harrison Barnes is not I, I, a I, I, I told y'all he's he's going to be Otto Porter Jr. Now, hopefully a much healthier version of Otto Porter Jr. But Otto Porter Jr. was a baller. As long as he just he was ran. never a star. Otto Porter Jr. was one of the best defenders. He could score from the three. He could score at the bucket. He could score in the mid-range. He could attack the bucket at will. He he was a really, really nice player in Washington. And for like his first week on the Bulls. Pat, Pat, no, listen. Hey, listen. This, this is Pat done schooled me so much on NFL. I'm, I'm, I just got to say this. When you on weak teams... It's easy for you to look like a star. What you mean? He was on. He was on that that Washington team that was like top five. Bro, hey, but, Washington but that, ain't that, never. And Washington ain't never been. Ain't never will. Be. I, I, if I, I really wish I could do a, a good Charles Barkley impression. Ain't nobody ever looked at Washington, no matter who they had on their roster, and said that team can win it all. The only person that believed nah, that was listen, John we, Wall. We, we didn't think they could win it all. We didn't <laughs> hey, think they could win it all, but they was hey, winning. John Wall was hey. like, we was going to beat LeBron. No, the heck y'all wasn't, dog. Like, like, calm down. You had a good run, but you can't. You couldn't even shoot during that time. Stop playing. Like, stop. Like, like, like I use this as case in point. 
Kevin Love is a was a phenom big, right? But Kevin yeah. Love was also the only option on his team. Yeah. When you're the only option and you want to win, you got a little grit, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb because you're the only guy. We've all played ball, gone to a tournament, saw somebody, was like, yeah, that dude's a stud. But then you look at everyone else around and was like, well, he really ain't playing with nobody and he's the only threat. You put him with some people, it's like, oh, he don't stand out as much. Like, that's that's what OPJ was. Like, Otto Porter was a guy who benefited from being on some subpar teams. And he got more shots. Yeah, but but he but he was on a team with Bradley Beal and John Wall. Like I, out of the people that would stand out, Otto Porter ain't the one. So here yeah, we John Wall, John Wall going a thousand miles an hour. I got Bradley Beal averaging nearly like what twenty at that time was capable of averaging thirty yeah. points a game. And then guess what? So you doubling them or you're focused on them. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna yeah. just take this easy money. Now I'm not trying to sit there and say he's not a good player, but I'm like you. I, he was never a guy. I, I mean, he never a guy. He, he looked look, real good in Golden State. You wonder why? Because he can just shoot, bro. Uh, I, I, all I'm gonna say is, you said that P. Will was a. You, you think he's gonna be an 18 and and five guy? You, you know what it is? I think P. Will. John Wall was literally an 18 and five guy. John Wall, John, uh, you or mean not Otto John Porter. Wall? I'm sorry, Otto Porter Jr. was literally an 18 and five guy. Well, maybe the ceiling. I got to raise the ceiling then. If that's, that's <laughs> I don't know. I just felt disrespected to P. Will when you said Otto Porter Jr. I was like, hey. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen and, I feel like, and I feel like the mindset is the same on that as well, right? Like the mindset is, hey, John Wall and Bradley Beal literally said, we can win a championship if he figure it out. And he and he turned himself into a heck of a role player the rest of the way through. <laughs> hey, hey man, I, I, you know what I look at? I look at. I hate using this analogy because I don't think they play it. I don't think that they play alike. But I think that he's he can give you Kawhi Leonard twenty fourteen. Kawhi Leonard twenty fourteen was. I mean, he was, he, was he was a clam. He was a clam. He was a clam. He was just he was just an immovable object, but he wasn't like the guy. Hey, I'm never gonna forget that clip. <laughs> Will Brown at the free throw line. Hey, hey, hey Ka- Kawhi check back in the game. Oh man. Like, yeah, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's where he's gonna be. Cause I don't see him, I don't see the I don't see the mentality yet. And Kawhi has 16, 16 and 7. I mean, I think that, I'm not mad at that. that. Hey, listen, hey, listen, he hey, listen. That. I'm not gonna lie to you. If he turns into that, I'll be over the moon. I really would. Is, is he? Is, is that number four pick worthy? Probably not. But I'll be yeah. over the moon. You know what I mean? Nah, but I, him, I do want to. I will. I will say this: him paired with Lowry would be really, really interesting because I feel like you could, you would actually have a tandem that would find each other open. You could do damage with that. Now, yeah. here's the thing. That was my pick. I know that Pat had another one. I know Steph had another. What's y'all got to give us one before we get off? Uh, of a P. Your pick for what? Sure. You uh, somebody to bring in that fills those gaps that we just just one player, just one I, player. I, I think that's plausible. I, it don't I have think, to be actual, but plausible. Just, I, just I as think, far just as far as scoring off the bench, I'm going Jordan Clarkson. Ooh. I wouldn't be mad at a Jordan Clarkson. Um, yeah. I think I think that he would he would have an impact. You you got a uh, you got. I mean you you gonna have to spend some some racks. Yeah, he hey, back now. Go, go ahead, go he, ahead. He, he making he making a baggy bag. Um, 
I wouldn't be mad at Jordan Clarkson. I, I think that he would bring the, the offensive ability that you need on your team. To me right now, I, the, the part that irritates me most is uh, that we get out-rebounded by anybody that has uh, somebody over 6'5". Um, so for me, I'd be looking this offseason to go get Jacopoldo. Man, Yacopoto was If so I was going to go get anybody, I'd be looking this offseason to go get Yacopoto. I, 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 I don't really know if he want to be in Toronto. Like, he's playing a little bit better now, but, like, he, he just – I don't know. I watch him, and I'm just like, he looked like he is mad that he left San Antonio for oh, Toronto. They got too many fours. <laughs> it's, it's the whole team. <laughs> they got too many fours. Chicago had nothing but guards. New York had nothing but fours at one point, and now everyone's New York still got nothing but forwards. Forwards and centers. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, like I don't, I don't understand that roster construction. But like, the, who they got? They got Siakam, Barnes. They got, they got Siakam, Barnes, Siakam, Barnes, Boucher, Boucher. Boucher. They Boucher still has a nice piece too, though. But the, but the, the interesting thing with they still yeah. have Precious, Precious Achua. Yeah. Oh, they got way too many fours. I, I, I will say this though, they got a lot of dudes that interchange. Like Siakam realistically playing the three is crazy, but he actually does it pretty well. Um, and you pairing that with Scotty Barnes, who also can play the three and or four. You're also pairing that with Jacopoto, who can play the four and or five. And, like and, and, it's uh, a OG lot and of interchangeable OG pieces and there. And Anobi, bro. What the yeah. heck is they doing? I forgot about OG nah, and it's finna, nah, bro. It's gonna be a fire sale after this season. But but I'm I'm gonna tell you this. If, if that that's another piece that I would look into. Oh, OG, hey man, want too much money. OG want too much money. OG, OG, OG think he's a star already. <laughs> OG, OG made that shot and was like uh, in in the bubble and was like, yeah, I don't shoot the miss and took that into the rest of his life. Hey, shout out to him, bro. But I, you know, <laughs> OG want a lot of money. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like right, like you you solidify your size and we going out and get Yakupoto. Uh, maybe a Larry Marketing comes in, he could play off of Poto if you, if if you did something like that. I doubt it. Uh, I doubt Larry's coming back, but it'd be interesting. But it, to me, like. It's mind blowing to me. It's mind boggling to me that we have the argument. And I have my little rant on Locked On Bulls that we have the argument every every week about how tall dudes matter in the game of basketball. <laughs> like, like that I need tall guys to well, shoot a ball into I, I a 10 foot rim. That small ball needs to die. It's worked for one team. No other team has won an NBA championship off small ball. Small hey, bro, ball that, works when you that, have the shooters. It's only one team shooters, that had the shooters. It's, it's, it's only the Golden State Warriors, bro. We, look, we, 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 bro, we looked it up on the stream. Me and Pat looked That's it. Up on it. The stream, There's no other yeah, team bro. that has ever won a championship. And you want to know what shooters the Golden State Warriors had? If Klay Thompson doesn't get hurt, you can literally say two of the greatest shooters of all time. Oh, oh and KD. Well, they did have and, KD. And, and they had KD, too. They did have KD. That helps. So three of the greatest shooters of all time. <laughs> I think you have to evolve your version of small ball because the average height in the NBA, I think, has increased. Oh, it's going to increase. It's going to increase. Yeah, so with, with the average height increasing, you know, small ball has taken a whole different meaning now. Like, you, y'all got to remember, the Warriors have been running this small ball lineup well before Steph got there. The Warriors had no choice. The We Believe team that was they played small ball because they had no choice. Oh. Um, 
So it's always been one of those things where, hey, if we can't beat you with size and physicality because we don't have the skill at all those positions, I'm going to beat you with grit. I'm going to beat you with speed. So I'm going to put faster players on the court so I can have some type of advantage. That's all it is. And that's why you exploit it. We don't have the skilled players at certain positions. And so that's why, like, when I made the video about Billy Donovan, it was like, hey, why do you have certain lineups on the floor? But when you look at the advanced analytics, you look at what they do when they're on the floor, what those numbers actually uh, correlate to, and also who we're playing against and what we're lacking. It's like he has no choice but to play some of these small ball lineups because that's it gives us the best opportunity statistically to stay in the game. And that's the hard part about it. It's like it's not even that he – I don't even think that he wants to. But if I can't keep drumming out there for more than 15 minutes because he racks up four or five fouls, yeah, you know, I can't do anything about that. I can't run Vooch the entire game. And when I do, I have to run him with some smaller lineups because I have to rotate everyone else. I can't keep Zach out there because, you know, that – you. so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, we got hit with the injury bug, Lonzo not coming back. Lonzo 6'7". Yeah. He ain't small. I, I just well, I think, but but I think I think that's the issue that most of us have that I've always had with it is you're not giving Vooch help and then people come out looking at Vooch and they're like oh he not playing hard enough and it's like no like if my backside help coming it's off weird. is trying to box bro, out it, bro, it, was a called, it was called me white it was called me white and we was just looking like fan if my if my backside help is trying to box out a, a six nine guy and he's six four he's not going to be able to he's not going to be yeah. able to and if my other help patrick williams this is why i get so down on him if you're not going to be there in yeah. the paint with him then yeah. you're not you can't you're not you're not there to play the wing right now like if you're on the floor with Zach and Demar, you're not the wing. Yeah, technically he is. But like, 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 like no, not not, not, not really because you still got a point. point. You got a point yeah. guard there. He's the four. He's, he's not your wing. You're not he's playing. Wing. He's playing more of a wing role, but he's not the wing. So that's why it's like people are playing out of position, stuff like that. But yeah. like, if you get them to buy into those concepts, Patrick Williams will be a good four. He won't be a great four because we yeah. still have Giannis here, but he'd be a really good four. And yeah. it's him earning his keep there. So it's like it's it's a combination of a couple of things. And when it, the deeper I get into it, the more I realize Billy Donovan actually does know what he's doing. He didn't got the roster. Fam, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I, 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 I keep saying this. Billy Donovan is not a bad head coach. He's not a good head coach or he's not a great head coach, but he's not a bad head coach. I'm telling y'all this right now. And I don't care who, who, oh, he, he wouldn't, he's, he don't understand scheme. He don't understand. He does. Trust me. He, he, does. he, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be in the NBA this long if he didn't understand scheme. Um, but Billy Donovan doesn't adjust scheme quick enough. Billy Donovan is one of those people that is like, I want to make sure this doesn't work. And he'd be like, hey, Billy, the 20-0 run might say it's not working. It'd be like, all right, but but now we're sure. Now I know it didn't work. And it's like, that, that's my, that, that was always my gripe with Billy. It's never that Billy was a bad head coach. It's that Billy Donovan on the fly like if I need, hey Billy, I need you to adjust right now because hey, guess what? Yakapoto was destroying us on the boards or uh, even in that, um, in that, in that, what, what, who we just play? Grizzlies. Even in that Grizzlies game, right in the first half, where um, they start cashing out from the three point line. They, the second they knock down the third three, the adjustment should have came from the sideline. Run them off the line. 
That's all you guys just run them off the line. Just let that know from the sideline. Run them off the three point line. They hot the right now. Hey, and it was just Dylan Brooks. And Dylan Brooks shoot thirty two percent. You know the crazy the crazy part about that is, how does Memphis beat you? In the paint. In the paint. They I'm was just a, having a, a hot day. So you know the crazy thing about that is from a scheme perspective, because Greg Popovich would have done it. Yeah. I'm gonna let you shoot. I'm not gonna let you get off in this paint. Because no, but do, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Then he switched it. <laughs> in yeah. the second quarter, he said, run him off the line. And guess what? It started working. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you, you throw, the, I, I've always said this in, a, in, in other conversations I've had, because I have some old heads that like go at me all the time. But I've made this statement. Billy Donovan is a better coach than Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers just had better talent. Go watch it. Billy Donovan, yeah. Doc Rivers doesn't make adjustments as quick. I a keep, lot of coaching. I, I keep telling y'all, I'm not going to say Billy it again, Dallas, but he's he right. He right. Billy Donovan is a better coach than Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers just had better talent. Here's 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 my thing with Doc. Doc has not Doc, had one team that didn't have a Hall of Famer on. Doc was willing to also. Doc was willing to also put a better staff around him. That's that's the thing that I look at with Billy Donovan and with the Chicago Bulls. That's not just on Billy. That goes to the Chicago Bulls as well. Doc was willing to have a better or was had the ability to have a better staff around him. I think it means a lot when you right. Like I don't look at that Celtics team and say, man, Doc Rivers had a heck of a defense. I say Tom Thibodeau knew what the heck he was doing. Tom Thibodeau is one of the best defensive minds the NBA seen. When you sit there and talk about defensive schemes, you know I don't like Tom. Yeah, well, I mean, you like him or not, like oh. him or not, he 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 still got one of the best defensive schemes. Has he had to adjust his mindset? Yeah, has it worked? Yeah, kind of, not really. Uh, but but he's he's not an offensive coach. But to me, I look at what Doc Rivers had, and I say Tom Thibodeau was a really big part of that, right? Like I look, I look at the coaching staffs around him, even when he was with the Clippers, right? I look at Ty Lue, and I'm like, Ty Lue was gr- drawing up some great schemes out there as well, offensively. I, I think Ty that, that the coach of the year, in my opinion. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hit me out. No. Hit me out. I want. Nah. I want to hit me out. For him to be in the middle of the playoff run, they're not. They're going to be in the playoffs. You know how many different lineups he's had to have to, he's had to have because of load management stuff like that. That's hard for a coach to do. Now, mind you, he's had talent to do it, but the simple fact that he's able to keep all these different players engaged to a point where they don't implode—that is a—that's a skill that—that's a situation that not many coaches have ever been in. Let alone, not even now. Name one coach who's had that problem this season and did uh, it successfully. Uh, every coach. <laughs> no, Billy Donovan. Billy's had if he didn't you, have you're just, you just talking Trump. specifically about the low management issue, like from the low management aspect of it. Like they, like Paul George even talked about uh, it. They, there was games where he like he he wanted to play, but they said he couldn't. And Tyloo was like, "Okay, what? Well, all right, now who do I have?" Like that's a whole different. It's a whole different side of the game that we don't know as fans and not as insiders. Yeah, yeah, I don't really love to get into. Like hey, that's the part I, 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 I don't I, know. I, I, I got to give it to Mike Brown because I ain't gonna lie to you. Mike Brown took the same team to won thirty games last year. Like the one forty seven. Like the beam. No, light, they made a trade light, last light, year. Light. Yeah, so it's not the same team. They made a trade last year during the season for Sabonis. Yeah. I, I, I'll say and this. And that team, and that team see, won less games last year. And that team won 30 Dario, games see, last year. Bro, 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 bro. They got the number one offense in the league, bro. 
said Billy had KD Harden in uh what's the name? He didn't have he didn't have Harden. What? He Billy, didn't have, Billy, didn't Billy have never Harden. had Harden. Billy, Billy never didn't had have uh for one he did have PG and Russ. He did have KD and uh Russ. PG had the best season of his career. I, uh, yeah, everybody has the best season of their career with Russ. I keep telling people that, but don't, but, but Russ is terrible. Russ and Russ was a better player. <laughs> but, but Russ is terrible. You know what Russ I mean? Like, Russ was a better player and stuff like. So these players evolved, right? These players evolved, and they all came. James Harden. If when James Harden left OKC, you didn't think he was going to be an MVP of the league, averaging twenty five points a game every every game and going on like forty points airs. Like you knew he was going to be good. You didn't think he was going to be that. If you said you did, you a lie. And I had well, LeBron probably did. You know, he just <laughs> you know, you a lot. Hey, man, <laughs> that's a good one. We got hey, a man. game coming up. Let's we got a couple games <laughs> recapping. I know we're trying to get up out of here. So let, this is a real four minute drill at this point. Two, two, two minutes. Well, right. we we gotta we gotta uh, we gotta talk about tonight's game a little bit because we won't none of us will be on tonight's game, so there will be no live call as well tonight. Um, you know, gotta serve the Lord, uh, literally, <laughs> serve the Lord, literally. Uh, God comes first, but um, oh God, oh God, oh God, Bulls versus Hawks. Who y'all got? Do the Bulls do the Bulls clinch it tonight? They only need one win to get the uh, one win to get the. Um, oh, to clinch a spot in the play-in, but you can still keep moving up. They might be able to get an eighth seed tonight at a minimum. Do the Bulls get it tonight? Did the uh, did the Hawks win or lose last game? The Hawks well, won last okay. game versus Dallas. Okay, I got the Bulls. They, 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 they're like the epitome of five. I've seen a record. They're like... <laughs> it's like no, I'm not, I'm not... Like, I'm not joking. They like, they're like... They've been around... 500 the entire season. I think yeah, it's like it was win, loss, win, loss. <laughs> Legit. The Hawks <laughs> Mavericks on the weakest foul call I've ever Bro, bro, it's not it's not Kyrie's fault. That's the that's the only thing I want to say. It's not Kyrie's fault. Oh no, I not, 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 he's just an easy target to talk about. But like here's here's really the thing though. Nobody's saying it is. This is the weird part. Literally everybody that is in the major media markets are coming out, except Nick Wright, who's an idiot. We all know that. So at literally everybody who's in the major media markets is saying it's not Kyrie's fault. So where is this narrative that people are saying it's Kyrie's fault? Because the people that make the narratives, Joy Taylor, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, all, literally are all like, I'm not blaming Kyrie. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Also, stop blaming Luca. <laughs> Start blaming the Hall of Fame head coach. No, no, he ain't a Hall of Fame head coach. The Hall of Fame player who's a head coach whose system is, okay, Luke, it's your turn now. Okay, Kyrie, it's your turn now. Okay, Luke, it's your turn now. We can do this for Billy Donovan, right? Muzz was cooking Billy Donovan when it was the uh, one-on-one style of play. Why are we not cooking Jason Kidd? Why does he keep getting jobs? He's not a good coach. He ain't been a good coach nowhere he's went. He broke Giannis's jump shot. For some reason, the Bucs made the playoffs, got cooked in the first round by the Chicago Bulls, and since that time, Jason Kidd has become a good head coach. He's not good. He's terrible. He is one of the worst head coaches in the NBA. I don't care if he made a Western Conference Finals last year. You know how he made a Western Conference Finals? Luka went nuclear. He's not good. He's Doug Collins. He's not Doug Collins. Doug Collins was a good NBA head coach. (laughs) 
Hey, Doug Collins. You're gonna fire this guy. Doug, we went to the Doug Collins had talent. He's not a good NBA hit. Like hey, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's whole set. Jason, like literally. Jason fam, don't use fam. The the fact that the fact that there was a sign off to say let's go get Kyrie. How we gonna do it? We gonna get rid of our two best defensive players. All right. Um, that's not smart. <laughs> we already bad at defense. Yeah, but we can score more now. Well, how you gonna score more if you're not gonna run an offensive system? Hey, dog. Hey, I got I got Bulls with a dub because I don't believe in Atlanta. I also believe that we got a chance to move up to the eight seed. I don't like Trey Young. I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie. The littlest thing right now. I'm I I want a Bulls Heat. For, for the for, for the play in for the play yeah I'm not gonna lie for the show that I'm would be not gonna lie I kind of want it I'm not gonna lie I kind of want it I'm pulling up hey I'm up with some heat with a heat jersey bro, bro hey, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now all I want bro. is to not face the Toronto bro. Raptors that's all I want because Billy Donovan putting uh, Alice Caruso out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh. Nah, hey, but you know what they're the ninth seed though. Yeah, we wouldn't have to play them if we beat Miami or yeah. when we beat Miami. All right. All right. We just as bad as all. Actually, y'all worse because we beat y'all by 20. Yeah, and we won the series. Y'all. Didn't we sweep the season hey, series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you should know the season series don't matter when they go now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You know hey, that. Why don't we just bring Jimmy back? Because, Come on now. Hey, 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 I tell you exactly why. I tell you exactly why. I tell you exactly why. Yep. That right there. $45 million a year. That's exactly why Jimmy Butler ain't coming back. Hey, Jimmy, you better get that man his money. Jimmy getting paid. Jimmy getting paid. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love as always, man. We appreciate y'all for rocking with the show. If you haven't done so, hit that like button subscribe to the page make sure to listen back on all podcast platforms you're listening on spotify itunes whatever it is i know the itunes is tweaking right now or the apple podcast is tweaking right now uh we got we got a uh a, a message in with uh, apple support to try and get that fixed so hopefully that'll be re- resolved today um but you can listen to us on spotify as well amazon podcast all that stuff man appreciate y'all for showing love man the daily show's back uh as always it's your boy pat the designer back at it again joined by the pettiest man alive mr p kid and of course the man the myth the legend stefan adon formerly known as ringo j uh he gonna lose y'all stay safe out there chicago